All right. How do we start this? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a weekly show where we talk about the games we love, the games we hate, and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, oh, yeah. joined to my left <laughs> by Rachel Mogan. <laughs> I have to do it in order or I yep, won't be yep, able yep, to remember yep, yep. it. Um, <laughs> That's like half remembering is just keeping the order of it right. New episodes come out every week on Thursdays, most weeks. Sometimes we're most not, <laughs> sometimes yeah, we're not having true. a good week, so it doesn't come out, but you know it happens. Uh, it happens. You can follow the show on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram yeah. and threads. <laughs> we're there. We actually yeah, we're, are we're there. there. Now. We, we are did, there. We, I did actually you start told me one. You made one uh, at Team Chat Podcast. Hell yeah. How does the rest of it go? Well, you know what? If all that stuff, that yeah, cool if, stuff wait, sounds wait, good. Wait, wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. If all that sounds good and you're like, damn, I really want to support this even more than before, you can head on over to our Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get cool rewards like helping us keep this fucking ship afloat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we should be driving harder every day <laughs> it's harder every goddamn day you can support us on patreon which we would love but if you're not able to do that or if you're just frankly unwilling we completely understand <laughs> there are many free ways to support the show like subscribing to us on youtube we would love a little youtube sub commenting on the youtube posts up, we up. love to see those sweet, sweet content co- comments uh you can also you know just leave us reviews all over the web we're on itunes we're on uh google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, all spotify. that good spotify all that yeah. good stuff reviews share the show anything you do is good for us and good for the show yep. and for that i probably skipped some stuff we're skipping the patreon list today because i don't have it pulled up i do though for, oh, for okay, once i was on. actually <clears throat> ready okay. scroll up a little bit there. how how do i how do i say that we we love that what's the lead into this uh it's it, some really cool folks yeah just like so <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna have to cut this together <laughs> Splicing around. Actually, don't just leave it like this. Oh no, I wasn't <laughs> going to do anything to this. This is gold. Do you can if you, if that sounds like something you want to do, and you're like, yeah, I'll go join those other cool Patreon people. You can be just like Super Saiyan Ace, Erica L, Elise F, Zach S, uh, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W. Thank uh, you. And if not, do all that other stuff I just told you about. <laughs> <laughs> but we love each and every one of you. And for that, we thank you. Heart emoji. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. See, that's why, like, still, almost 300 oh, episodes yeah. later, I still flub it every once in a while. Did I do better than, I think, than you oh, thought Oh, yeah, it was would? great. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty really okay. Good. Pretty I not I feel like bad. a couple of times you've tried it before, you get, like, I get, barely into the intro, and then you're like, the I space out, and then and I, I don't give know. out. <laughs> and then I just give up. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. We are uh, here again. It seven years. Just finally get her to try the intro. Finally get in there. We are here. Again, a new week is upon us. We are more here in body than spirit because <laughs> sleepy today. It is also earlier than we. It usually is earlier record. than usual. Yeah. yeah, it's like nine thirty in the morning. I it's, it's bullied Jarrett because I was like, I gotta go to the farmers market, Jarrett, and gotta it's hundred sweet, sweet and ten degrees outside. Foods. So I gotta go before it gets to the one hundred degrees oh, part yeah, of the sure. day. And even then, I'm gonna be sweating, hecking buckets out there. Oh yeah. So it this, takes no this time is, at all. Yeah, it takes absolutely no time. So that's why we're here today, tired, early, <laughs> and we're gonna power struggling. through. <laughs> <laughs> but. It is going to be a really fun episode, though, because as I, you've no doubt heard me talk about on the show before, I have recently finished Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and I'm here to bring my full review. Uh, not long after the game came out, like probably the weekend after or something like that, the week after, we did release our my first impressions of the game, uh, but now that I've completely wrapped up the main campaign and made considerable uh, uh, progress in trying to 100% it and get that platinum trophy, I feel like it's a, it's a good time to come back and give that final review. So when we left off and you had done your first impressions, I remember you saying that even at the first impressions, Mark, you were already like 35 hours in. Uh, so do you happen to remember, like, what's your what was your completion Okay, outage? so I think on my notes here... I don't remember if this is when I like got to the got to the and I feel like I probably added this right before we recorded the first impressions. It says I was eighteen hours in. Eighteen hours in. Oh, on first impressions. On first impressions. That can't be right. You I said finished, it was some way I beat the number. game in forty eight hours. Oh, okay. Wow. What and a now, nice uh, even perfect two yeah, days. Right? <laughs> and now I'm uh 
with all my exploration stuff, I'm probably like 65 to 70. Okay, so on the completionist path, yeah. you are now 60 plus. Yeah. Okay. So what, it's getting know, up there in hours. Do you know what your current um, achievement percentage is? I have 13 trophies left to go. Out of? 54. <laughs> Out of 13. Out of 54. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it's, it's, and there are a few of them, you know, because like, for those of you who don't know, Jedi Survivor is not an open world game, but it is very close because it's, it's like there it's are multiple planets. Open world. Yeah. It, it like almost takes me a second. Like when that new one ca- it was announced that Ubisoft's doing Star Wars Outlaws, uh, which very excited for. Uh, and they announced it as the first open world Star Wars game or true open world one. I was like, wait, what? There hasn't been one? And I had to like think about it because like what Jedi Survivor? Yeah, technically they're not because it is like very still linear, linear paths that you have to follow. You can go and do a lot of exploration. But yeah, you don't have total complete freedom like Star Wars Outlaws on Grant. So it is kind of funny, though, to still have to think back and be like, oh, yeah, that's not totally what this game is. But still, yeah. even though that's the case, there is it's it's is similar to like your Assassin's Creed's to. Uh, oh, I don't really know what else in my brain doesn't work. Well, it work that way this morning. But other, still, it's just you're, like you're, you have you're, different. Your Phoenix Immortals rising. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Assassin's Creed is more what I, I can like put it to where it's like you have tons of place to explore. There's tons of things to do out in the world, but still you're restricted to like in this game. I want to say, well, I don't want to get like five ish planets and stuff. You can go gotcha. visit and stuff like that, which at first I was a that was one of my knocks about this game is I was kind of like I felt like there was more planets that you got to go to in, in Fallen Order. The first game, because Jedi Survivor is a sequel, for those of you who don't know. I guess I should say that. The game came out on like April uh, 28th, I want to say, of this year uh, by EA. Respawn was the developer for it. And yes, it was a sequel to 2018's, I want to say, Jedi Fallen Order. Gosh. And so it was, you know, Jedi Fallen Order was an incredible game. I really loved it um, because it just brought it back to like really making the lightsaber combat like the core effect of the game or the core mechanic of the game and everything with some great exploration, great story, some cool force it, powers, cool force powers, stuff. stuff that like, you know, cause the most stuff that we had been getting for a while had been like battlefronts, which fantastic games. I love those too. But you know, not, a different star Wars experience, yeah, not as star Wars as say, well, I mean, Jedi survivor. Yeah, exactly. Case. And to, and to like the battlefront, Two campaign was not fantastic. So yeah, getting a, like, a, a solid said. Star Wars story again after both Fallen Order and then Jedi Survivor coming up and now having completed, again, fantastic story. Would highly recommend. It's got some great Star Wars content for everybody. I assume, but I am not certain. Did you play KOTOR? I have started KOTOR like five times. Okay. Because I bought it, it back on when it, when it like first had a Mac port. And stuff like that. And I was playing it then. When would that have been? 1998? Uh, no, because it was before it even came out. <laughs> but uh, I think I just started it a couple times. And I got fairly far into it once. And then wound up through moving computers and different things. Lost the save. Oh, and then bummer. it's like I've got I've tried to go back a couple times and play it again. And just it's been harder to pick up. I mean, it's, the older because games I like, it, get, the, the more difficult it gets. It to really back is. To like, I've even gone back, and I, I feel like I've talked about that on past episodes uh, recently, that I was playing Star Wars Jedi Academy, which is like one of the Dark Forces sequels and stuff like that. And from, I want to say early 2000s is when that game came out. And it's also very fun. But yeah, it's clunky. Yeah. And it's hard, you know, and it's just like, man going from like games with super smooth controls to back to games that just didn't quite have that same finesse. It is a little bit sometimes to get into. I mean, but, I feel like a good other example would be like the Ratchet and Clank games, oh yeah. which have held up very well for what it is. But even so, if you've got the new one, why, why go would back you, to the old yeah, one? Yeah. Why yeah, would yeah, you yeah. go back to the old so, one? So I know they are still, it, it was thought at first that the KOTOR, uh, remake or remaster whatever's coming out it was going to be canceled but it still seems like that is actually back on oh, track oh it is yeah because the last i had heard it was canceled yeah but it's i feel like another i oh, i'm blanking now on which studio it is but yeah there was another studio that like picked it up and or still going nice. on with it so i'm hopeful for that because i would like to explore the story and if you know and if it ever comes to fruition maybe one day i'll just power through and, and just go for it you can play it on mobile. um that's true <laughs> yeah. uh which would probably be the better experience honestly <laughs> 
clunky, I mean, clunky maybe, control device yeah, for a clunky Maybe if it's game. tiny, it kind of like smooths out the graphics. It, it, it and honestly you're like, might, because oh, okay. yeah, they're, they're a little rough at this point. Um, but no, so Jedi Survivor continues the story of Cal Kestis, introduced, new character introduced for Jedi Fallen Order. And in Fallen Order, he is being pursued by the Inquisitors, specifically the second sister, hmm. was the is kind of the main villain of uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And, you know, through that, Cal reunites with some, with another Jedi Knight, Siri Junda, who was this, you know, through the story, slight spoilers for this, for Fallen Order, you realize she was the master of the second sister who is chasing you. Uh, and oh. so there's like this feeling. And so after the Order 66, Anakin, you know, takes out all the Jedi, or Darth Vader takes out all the Jedi and all that stuff. Um, and she, her apprentice was taken. Seer was like able to escape, I believe, but then obviously feels like very guilty uh, that she was not, you know, with her Padawan able to help her Padawan. So there's like, so she like winds up shutting herself off from the force living as not a Jedi. But then through the events of the game, you're kind of like, she bring her back into the yeah, fold. Gotcha. Stuff. But then you meet like uh, her. So her Padawan got like, Kidnapped? Kidnapped by the okay, by the so Empire. Okay, so it wasn't like a not willing like, transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, that was my question. in Star, you know, there's obviously Order 66, which is where... Like, I've seen movies. I'm going to explain for those who may not be <laughs> I know, quite just familiar kidding. on all the details. Let's begin. Back <laughs> The Phantom Menace opening crawl. <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> you know, um, quick aside, yeah. uh, that w- the one streamer that I briefly watched messing around with Baldur's Gate 3, because oh, yeah, right yeah, before yeah. we started recording this, Jarrett was showing me his Oh, yeah, because I'm into Baldur's Gate 3 Yeah, now. We're, we're both going to get into Baldur's Gate 3, so put, everybody put a pin into put that pin for that. a future episode. It's going to come soon, and you're probably going to see another channel on our oh, Discord, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. Uh, but I was watching this other guy mess around with the character creator, and he to- he absolutely was like, check this out, you can totally recreate Darth Maul. And like he did the exact skin so and tattoo cool. oh combination that was so on par for Darth Maul. It was like, wow, that really do be Darth Maul. That's cool. Damn, I should have seen that. I don't that. think there was any skin that could get you like his specific horn. Yeah, the closest. His, yeah. yeah, there were a couple like horn options, but nothing like what Darth Maul it, I'm, I think it was the tiefling or something like that. But that yeah, there's sense. a there's a facial tattoo combination with the red skin that's like, oh, that's Darth Maul. It sure is. I'm definitely <laughs> not playing my Baldur's Gate character or at least starting out playing my Baldur's Gate character as like a bad guy necessarily. Oh, you're like a peace-loving half-orc? Uh, maybe. Well, yeah, to be seen. Do you call him a hork in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I should. You I really should. should. <laughs> I have that hadn't crossed my mind yet. But uh, but no, so I'm, I'm being that, but I still was like, you know what? I want to give him the Sith eyes. So I gave him like oh, yellow glowing nice. eyes like Sith eyes. I, like, cool. I want to do that at least. So that way if I do veer towards evil, I'll feel better about it. I already kind of looked the part. Is there an in-lore reason that Sith have those yellow eyes? It's like the power, it's when the dark side like fully consumes and like oh, they lose control okay. to gotcha. it and stuff. Uh, that's how like even Anakin like in episode three, uh, yeah, you know, he like flashes them briefly, but then he doesn't have them like all the time after that. So it's just kind of like when they fully commit. But then there's like Palpatine who like is like, fuck it. I enjoy being totally at the will of the dark side I think the young the people call it a full send. Exactly. Yeah. Palpatine <laughs> did a full send, send it. the dark side. Exactly. And he just always has them. Uh, oh, but anyway, boy. so you meet through that also the rest of Sears crew, who is her pilot, Grease Dridus, who I know you would especially love Grease. He's just really funny. He's just like, has just a really well written character. He's kind of like the, the friendly curmudgeon where like he wants to go on the adventures, but then also like kind of bitches about it all the time too. Oh, and, um, <laughs> that does sound like my kind of character. kind of a you know uh, always wants to always keep their ship the mantis like per- perfectly clean and like nice. orderly and everything he's very like kind of like up about all that stuff fastidious yeah fastidious <laughs> about everything so he you know you just meet this great cast of characters including Cal's best buddy and droid companion BD One. Oh. Uh, if I could get him easier, I have the big. Oh, he big. Like, I have the big like Lego he setup. He big cool. chunker. Really cool. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so in this game, it, I am now kind of blanking on the on the time. I want to say it's like five ish years after the conclusion of Fallen Order. Yeah, I think that's what you told me before. And so you're in now in Jedi Survivor, and it's a different. It is different because with Fallen Order, the whole point of that one is you were trying to find this Jedi holocron that had the locations of. All force sensitive people in the galaxy. Yes. And obviously, if the Empire got their hands on it, then it would take then they would be able to use that to build up an army of Sith and everything. Yeah. Oh, I I quit explaining it. We got sidetracked. But um Order 66, the Jedi were either killed or rounded up and converted into basically dark side yes. inquisitors. Yeah. And so that's what happened to Seer's uh Padawan. And the Sith did that using their like mind-controlled clone army. 
yeah, with or and through like some black uh, black arts, yeah, dark, dark arts, arts and stuff like that. <laughs> Fortress Inquisitoris, I'm sure. But uh, but anyway, so in this one, you there's time has gone on. There has been what seems like a rift in the crew necessarily. Where Cal's kind of like on his own. Seer at the beginning of the game, you're like there's really no mention of her or anything. You're not with Grease. You're with this new crew completely, and you're on Coruscant, which is super cool with the big capital planet, basically the whole galaxy, and. Uh, you it basically then turns out through the course of events that there is this secret planet across like uncharted pathway to it that you just that was discovered during the new High Republic era, which is in Star Wars lore takes place like two three hundred years before the prequels. Okay, gotcha. so that gotcha, so gotcha. just to set up the timeline here. So the High is, Republic was only introduced like two years ago. Is High in, Republic post Old Republic? No. Okay. Huh. Yes. It's very, it's very, it's very, like High Republic <laughs> is like the beginning. Then there's Old Republic, which is when it starts to fall. Then oh, it's like okay, Empire. Gotcha. Okay. Stuff like that. But they really only, Star I know. Wars is so confused. It's, it is a little bit of stuff. There is some like, I'm not going to go too deep into all this stuff. I could, but I'm going to try to keep it light. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so it's very cool. And that was one of the things I liked about it, that it's kind of like building in and blending the High Republic stuff into it a little bit more. Because right now it's pretty much just books, comics is where you're getting High Republic stuff, which I have not had time to read. I'm a chump. Reading, <laughs> reading chumps. is for chumps. <laughs> uh, so I, so it's nice to kind of get this little bit built into it more. But anyway, I digress. There has been revealed that in the High Republic, there was a secret planet called Tantalor that is like uncharted to. No, no one knows how to get it. Well, these old Jedi who discovered it do. But uh, you basically realize this could be the safe haven. You know, we could oh, get like figure out how to get there. All the little force yeah. Jedi and we kids. can like build a new place there. The Empire won't know where to find us. Gotcha. And you can, and, you know, set up this like new safe Jedi haven for school, Jedi and anyone else thing. trying to get away from the Empire. Oh, cool. And so you set about on your quest. Along the way, you run into obvious people who are trying to find it as well. Uh, I will say, I'm, I'll talk about story stuff a little bit later. So I'm trying not to get into like spoiler stuff yet. There will be some coming up. Uh, I've demanded it. <laughs> well, I want, and there's some stuff about it that I definitely <laughs> want to talk about too. That are just like really great, to, great parts and everything like that. But um, I, I do want to recap a little bit of just like kind of the mechanics of it. It is like a Souls light game, I would say, in that you know it is a you know it follows a similar pattern of there are save points throughout the game that you can go to. Uh, in between save points, you fight enemies that you come across, you gain XP. If you die before you get, and then you go, you, you die, you go back to the save point. But then you have to find, like, the person who killed you to regain your XP and all that stuff. If you die in between, you lose it, and you I gotta kind of restart. I there's not, like, a little meter in the game, like with the Souls meter in the mm -hmm. Souls games, that's, like, your midichlorians. <laughs> I know. Midichlorians that, that would be kind of cool, that you, you like, gain midichlorians. Because, I mean, I mean, honestly, that would make sense, because, like, the your, you use the XP and everything to upgrade your skill tree. So, that's like, that's which, midichlorians, uh, which, baby. Yeah, upgrades your Jedi abilities. So, yeah, no, I'm kind of with you. That would Listen be really nice. Listen to me, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> for uh you know the next one let's let's work that uh, in i a light love hate casual fan <laughs> the one you should be listening to <laughs> uh but you know the what's great about this one is in fallen order you really only had your single lightsaber and then you could go dual blade i want to say for like a specific couple moves and you could also dual wield but it was again like in executing a specific move this game it kind of like improves on that you now have five different lightsaber stances you can use all of them are fantastic yeah. but you got the single blade your usual you got the double blade with your darth mauls you know on the, uh, like the so staff. the double blade is like where they are staff. attached yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, okay Both and, the, staff. and then you got a uh, dual blade you want in each hand gotcha blaster which is very fun that's a pew uh, pew yeah with a lightsaber so oh. you like have a sword and a pistol it's very oh, cool oh like squall from final fantasy 8 yeah you'll just have to take my word for it <laughs> i will other people will get that joke <laughs> and uh and then you have cross guard which is my favorite where it's like kylo ren has the like big it's more looks more like right. a medieval sword yeah it's like it's like a heavy blade yeah because it's a lot slower your attacks do a lot more damage you have better block but yeah you're you're pretty slow. So gotcha. timing gets even harder. And so, you know, it's the same thing. If you you have a parry mechanic, that's very precise, but if you get it, it pays off because you're trying to break down your opponent's uh, block meter, which is if you are able to break that down, they stagger them. You can get some extra hits in stuff like that. There are just random bosses scattered throughout the map all over the place, you know? So again, kind of like that dark souls influence. 
Uh, and then, of course, you go back to the save points. You can rest, which revives all your stuff, revives your stims, which are like your health meters and everything. But all the enemies come back. So it's just kind of like this yeah, constant gotcha. like rotation and fight and everything, which would be good. Because like if you cleared out everything, then you just have these big, huge open maps with nothing to do in them, nothing to fight other than just the exploration. So it's, it's good and it works. Uh, but having all of the new stances keeps it very fresh because you can be good enough to like obviously fight and beat everybody. We're using a certain stance, but obviously certain stances are better versus different enemies, different things like that. You also have a plethora of force abilities in this game. Like my God, there are so many. A cornucopia perhaps? Yeah, really. Because it's like you can do like heavy force attacks with your lightsaber. You can do like throwing attacks of your lightsabers. You can, you know, lift up enemies, which is like one of the coolest things. And I've got it now to that point where it's like you can lift. I've like upgraded enough where I can lift like anything. So like a big, huge creature and I can just make it like levitate in air, then jump up and slash it with my lightsaber. It's great. That sounds Uh, terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Because, yeah, not only are you fighting like normal, uh, like humanoid enemies or droids, stuff like that, you also have to fight the flora and the fauna of the planets that you're on sometimes, too which there can be some big old beasties out there. Yeah, I, I very briefly played for like five minutes on Jared's <laughs> file, and the first thing that he let me do was get on a big, very unstable-looking creature that's like got... It's it's like... Oh, a, like had the long spindly legs. Uh, like a reverse giraffe, where the yeah, legs yeah, yeah. are really long instead of the neck. So imagine those proportions, but it's all legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... What are they called? Uh, I forget now because they're also like the they're Neku or Neko. I think oh. in the uh, n- not those creatures, but another plant uh, creature that you can ride. But they're basically like the chocobos. Yeah, yeah, they like you know? chocobos. So like, there's a lot of different stuff, which that's new. Ugly you couldn't mount, chocobos. You couldn't mount, uh, you couldn't mount creatures and ride around oh, and stuff like that in okay. the first in Fallen Order. So that's a new expansion. I mean, really, honestly, if you played Fallen Order. You're going to get that same experience again in Jedi Survivor, which was a great experience, but it's like built up on it and made it better. Uh, For example, one of the things that I did really like about it, you in Fallen Order have to learn some basic Jedi stuff. Pull, your force pulls, your force pushes, different things like that. Survivor, you got all that stuff already. Hmm, You don't have to like relearn the basics, which I feel like is the thing you have to do a lot in some other games when you move on to the to the sequel. So having that, it already sets you at a good starting point where you're like, I'm established. I know how I'm good at this. Yeah. And now you're just building onto those skills and getting greater and greater skills, which are like really impressive to get to use. Uh, you know, you, you got your like force dashes, uh, double jumps. I mean, that stuff's all standard and everything like that, really. But just a ton of different things. But basically all that to say, makes for some really fun combos of uh, abilities and whatnot that you can do while actually fighting. Uh, like your the cross guard, the big the big heavy thing. If you deflect a, bla- a blaster bolt with it, you can always do that. But if you upgrade it, you can eventually it will reflect a charged shot back, so it does like even more damage back cool. to whoever you hit, shot it at you. Uh, you have like the big super uh, super battle droids. After a certain point, if you damage them enough, you can unlock an ability where BD1 can go take them over and like make them fight for you. Oh, cool. You can actually upgrade your force abilities to be able to confuse opponents to fight for you. Nice. Or in different Mind stuff like that. Control. It is. It's really nice. <laughs> Plus, throughout different parts of the game, you'll also have a companion with you uh, who you can command around to go either attack or defend you and different stuff like that. So the combat is even... like nice. There was a lot of it in Fallen Order, but it's so fleshed out in Survivor. Is it a set companion or do you like have a choice? Switches out sometimes. Oh, Depending okay. on the story mission, it switches oh, out. Oh, so you don't? It, it's not like you have a menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BD One is always with you. Okay. He always stays because, like, he's just your all-around he's help, your butt. helper. Because he'll like yeah. slice through computers, you know, open up crates for you that have collectibles, to, you know, and give you your health stems and all that different stuff. Um, so, really, one of my main complaints about about Horizon Forbidden West: no companion. Yeah, no little animal critter companion you, to go around with. No you. animal companion. You do have some more. People companions, I uh, feel like. Not, nobody wants people companions. We want little small companions. Yeah. She should have had like a baby burrower. How that cute. Cool. That would have been so that is. I mean, Come I guess on. you have the mounts that you ride, but they're not, not like, the and they'll same. fight for you. But yeah, yeah, they're not like your friends. Yeah, you need like a little like non-fighty, just inquisitive little buddy. Anyways, yeah. go on. Uh, but so another thing's about it, like like I said, there's a ton of exploration and everything you can do about it. That's where I'm at right now. I Like I said, I beat the game in 48 hours and I've already spent another 15, almost 20 
just in another ex- in exploration of stuff that's left over. And I thought I was already doing a lot of exploration. And is it stuff that's actually surprising to you? Like, are you finding secrets you didn't oh, think like, about? I, I, I put this as my note today as like kind of like my wrap up because I didn't have a ton of st- other stuff to add to it after. But I was just kind of like refreshing myself on the notes. But that's what I, I put down is like I am normally whenever I finish the main story of a game. Like unless I come back to it to replay it, I don't often go back and continue on for the yeah. completion just because there's usually something else on the wings that I'm waiting to play. And if I stay too much in one, I'll never get to any other game. Yeah, yeah. But I did go back to this one and everything. And that's what I said. I'm so glad that I didn't just drop it because they're like, it's a, like a second game. Yeah. Almost. I mean, because 15 hours is a second game. That's yeah. A second because there are game. so many things well like this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailers and everything but in the trailers and commercials you saw for the game cal fights a rancor i finished the game oh, yeah. which is like the big creature from like return of the yes, jedi yes. um and then but like i finished the game and was thinking i never found the rancor huh so like wow i found the rancor this morning <laughs> this morning i found it this morning wow and finally oh after doing all the exploration so yeah another like 20 hours and i finally found this rancor that i was wanting to find interesting and to so, put it in the trailer when it was so deep in the game yeah it's not it, uh, that is i guess the only spoilery thing about it he's not in the main like campaign fascinating he's totally an exploration that's quite a power move <laughs> it really is and one of the things i think i talked about this in my uh first impressions too there also is a is like there are bounty hunters because now at this point like cal has been fighting the empire enough they know who he is they're trying to get him and uh uh, so they're like these bounty hunters go all around trying to find him. But it's kind of like the nemesis system from uh, Shadow of uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, uh, the game that came out where it's like you hunt down the different captains that unlocks uh, higher tiered ones that you can get and everything like that. And so it's kind of that system where now there's like these set bounty hunters. Assassin's Creed Odyssey kind of had that too a little bit. And there are these set bounty hunters who are like coming after you and you can like find them just randomly throughout the world. Again, I've completed the story. There are still more out there that I haven't found yet. So, and then there are just the, the normal random enemy factions that you fight on the main planet Kobo that you, that the game takes place on. That's kind of like your hub world. That is like where the most of the exploration, and everything takes place. There's the, the, this, uh, faction called the Bedlam Raiders. Uh, and they like, you'll be walking around someplace exploring a different area and you'll just stumble across a boss. And he, you know, so it's not like they find you, right? At least you as have far to like explore and go. found. Yeah, oh. they're like in a certain area, and you go explore that area, and then you're like, oh snap! And then you know, because I was kind of imagining fight. like the Dark Souls, you've been invaded thing, where oh, no, like no, 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 somebody no. just shows up unannounced and starts trying to kill you. I will say sometimes it can be if you double back to an area you've been at before. Sometimes the one might be there and spawned. Okay, gotcha. but it's not like no, you don't get the notification like they're tracking you. Okay. You're just kind of like you exploring. You're going through an area. You turn a corner. They're all there. Like they're like, there's the Jedi, get him. And you're like, oh shit, it's a boss fight. <laughs> and so that's very fun where it does kind of keep you on your toes. That is one thing I talked about in my first impressions that I did love about this is that the exploration, all of it has a purpose. You're never just going to go down a corridor like I wonder what down here and you get nothing. You're going to always go down there and there's going to be either uh, like one of the currency things you can find that you can trade in at trader shops to get like either different customization items or stuff or uh, lightsaber and blaster accessories and parts and stuff like that, there, you'll either find something like that or you'll find a chest that has a new customization item in it and stuff like that because there are so That incredible many. mustache. Oh, yeah. I'm rocking the full, like... like the full biker, biker stash. Biker stash. It's great. Uh, you can get, like, a mullet hairstyle. Oh, you can God. do... Which I totally rocked for a little while because I was like, this is amazing. Because there was a trophy that was if you're using the cross guard stance... When you run up at someone and do your normal attack, you'll like jump up in the air and drop kick them with like oh, both feet. This cool. is Sparta style. And there was a trophy that's, that's like if you did it while wearing the mullet. Huh. Why? Because <laughs> it called it Roadhouse, like the Patrick Swayze. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, wow. How many kids, how many people under right? the age of like 25? The main will audience never of this game. understand <laughs> that achievement. Exactly. So, that, so uh, there's a lot of stuff like that that is kind of tied to the customization. But that is another thing. In Fallen Order, you could customize the color because you wore a poncho. Uh, you could take off the poncho, I believe, or you could either like have it on with different colors. And BD1, you could change his colors, and the ship, you could change its colors. And this one, you have so many things you can change. Oh, you could also like customize your lightsaber's appearance. You would find like different pieces of it, and you could like mix and match and everything like that to make it look like how you wanted. Change the blade color, things like that. This one, you can change your hairstyle, facial hair. You can get different pants, shirt, jackets. 
uh, you can ch- you have pieces for your blaster, and the blaster has like three to five pieces, I think, that you can upgrade and change. Your lightsaber, because now you have the dual stand, the dual wield, you can have each hilt looking different. So oh. there's like ten things on a lightsaber you can customize, and then BD one. Same thing has like five different parts you can customize. You customize his like optical lenses. You can customize his antenna, his body shape, his legs, all this different stuff. So there is shit loads of stuff out there in it's the world. Too to bad find. you can't find little hats for him like in. Oh, that would be cool, man. Oh, that was so yeah, great to find the, the little hats for find the him rot. like little mushroom caps oh, to wear. So good. God, that would be so cute. So good. <laughs> but that's what I love about the exploration of this is that it it always pays off. It always gives you something. So it always like keeps you be like, all right, I'm I'm in this. I'm in. You're this. always I'm, motivated yeah. to keep exploring. And there's be some places where you can even find like certain people's like the all the pieces for a lightsaber like all together for a certain character or something like that. Nice. And so that's really cool. Like a character of lore. Yeah, or like somebody in the game too. Oh, okay. And cool. stuff like that. You like find all the pieces to keep it all. And like I Can you the, find like I, Yoda's lightsaber? <laughs> I haven't found it yet, but I mean I wouldn't be surprised if there's like something similar to it. Like, for example, I did buy the digital del- the upgraded version of the game when I bought it because duh. duh. And <laughs> it came with a lot of like extra cosmetics that were from Kenobi, the Kenobi series. Oh. And so like it's called Old Hermit is the uh is the outfit, but then you also have the old hermit lightsaber. So it's like Obi-Wan's lightsaber and okay, stuff like that. Gotcha. So uh, but then, like, you get uh, Sears lightsaber, your your uh, that you and everything like that, and a couple other characters along the way. So there's a ton of stuff, which makes it just perfect for wanting to jump back in. Which is, I think, what makes this be like, oh, that I, of why I'm so bought back in. It's not just like, okay, I'll just mark off this thing, mark off this thing. It's like I want to find all this stuff. I want to see what I can get. Yeah. Um, also in this game, the the traversal and like mechanics of it are great it's like the perfect speed because there is a lot of climbing there is a lot of jumping and stuff like that and i just hate whenever you're supposed to get to a climbing section and your character moves so goddamn slow yes it's It's like pulling teeth but cal has the perfect pace where it's like sure i understand you're like force enhanced a little bit you can move a little bit easier but it's not like but it's it's a good solid clip you're moving along walls and everything like that climbing on vines all this great stuff uh, they also did remove something from Fallen Order that I loved. Was it in Fallen Order, if you jumped onto like a wall or something to climb onto it, you had to hold L2 to like grab it, which was like an extra step for some reason that really didn't make sense. This game, they took it out. You just jump onto it. And you nice. It, and oh, nice. That's good. Um, they even like did a really cool thing where throughout the game, you would unlock more uh, environmental traversal things that you could use to get around. Because like if you start at the game, you can't get just anywhere. You have to like progress through the main story at first to unlock, you know, the abilities and whatnot to be able to get to certain places. So like late, late game, I would say you unlock these like basically floating balloons that you can jump to use your grapple, to like jump to and then like super launch and jump yourself super far. So you can like chain yourself on all these. So there's certain parts where you're just like basically floating through the air on these balloons, just hopping, but you're like way the hell up in the sky. That sounds like neon white. It's kind of cool. That's crazy. (laughs) So there's a lot of different traversal stuff, but it just feels like it's the right speed. You're like, Oh, I'm not slowed down. I'm not, you know? And so, uh, also in the exploration, I said there are all these bosses, but there are like legendary creatures that you have to fight, like the Rancor and different stuff. And so the just Ewoks. So far, no Ewoks. <laughs> I have not found if you get to you have to hunt go Ewoks. to their planet and murder them. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so far, no. Uh, but it's just the such a clean game. Like, I, and I understand too that, like, I, I don't want to forget that. At launch, it was not that way. It had a lot of bugs. It had, especially on its PC version and everything. PS5, I ran into, I think I had like one crash. And then I have like, I still do though have some frame stuttering. Like it's supposed oh. to be 60 FPS and there are just areas where I can tell it's still kind of like it's hurting shrugging. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, even on the PS5 and stuff like that. So, you know, but for the most part though, it's smooth, it's clean, it's just it's such a good game. I mean, it looked beautiful, that little bit that that I, I played of it. It's just a gorgeous game. Is yeah. the main planet that you were talking about Kobo? Yes. Is that the deserty planet? Uh, no, that oh, one. Oh, okay, good. Spoiler here, I will go ahead and say, oh, because the deserty planet is not Tatooine. You actually <gasps> don't go to Tatooine in this game. Good. Uh, but you do, the, the desert planet she's talking about is Jeddah, which is in uh, Rogue One. So it, oh. So it's pretty cool that you get to go to that one again and get to explore that planet again because it apparently because it is also another planet that is like steeped in ancient Jedi lore mm. and everything like that. Um, so I'm trying to think. I feel like that's kind of a good overall explanation there. So I think I might go ahead and jump to some of the, like the story bits and things like that. Story that uh, that really were kind of big, big for me. 
Um, let's see. Now, Where to begin? <laughs> quick question. Uh, I need a reminder. In the first game, yes. you your main big bad was also at least one or two of the sisters, right? You yeah, you fought there was the second sister was the main one. You had a couple different like fights with her. Then there was also the ninth sister. The ninth who sister. was like a, I, I forget her her alien species, but she's like really big. Yeah, I remember you telling um, me about her. She you sounded fight her cool. you fight her a couple times. I don't remember if there are any other sisters or brothers. I don't so, think you, you do wind up fighting like an old, like a, another like Sith character, Jedi turned Sith, Terran Malakos, which was like the hardest fucking fight. One nice. of the hardest fights of that game. It was, was it optional or was it? Like, no, you have oh, to. Okay, cool. And he was hard. Actually now Jedi fallen order. I did not give the same treatment as survivor. And now I really want to go back and do this full exploration of it. I know there's stuff now that I just completely did not get to. Yep. Good point. So I want to go back and redo that. So the second sister, then she's a returning character. No, because you can't. She, she maybe dies at the end of uh, Fallen Order. So this is her her understudy, if well, you will. No, it's a it's a completely different thing. So yeah, we will. We okay. okay yeah. I'll, I'll veer into the into the spoilers stuff of it now. Gotcha. Uh, so if anyone doesn't want to know the story stuff, I will go ahead and say I'll do a wrap up at the end. I'll put a little like chapter marker or whatever, so you can skip it to where we're like I do my wrap up and hear my final impressions of it. But I will go ahead and say if you don't want to mess around with that, Jedi Survivor was fantastic like from the story perspective from the combat from the exploration if it interests you at all give it a shot because it was so damn good uh so take that with as you will uh now moving into spoiler territory so if you don't want to know story and stuff like that that at least one person listening to this episode at some point in the future has probably just started Jedi Fallen Order. And they probably, well, not just started, yeah. but they probably got to the part where you're just about to fight the second sister for like the last <laughs> time. And they're like, God damn it. Now I know she's Spoiled. Spoiled. God damn it. Fuck this guy. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Let me think here. Oh, there are also a new, a kind of a new addition to this game before I get into this. There are like shrines. Like uh, Zelda esque shrines oh, that are like, like Jedi shrines, yeah, cool. that are like different like puzzles and everything they have to figure oh. out to get like some an extra like force boost and everything Lord like crafty that. Crafty tombs and yeah. such, very fun. So it's pretty cool. It's got a few of those around the world that you can get to find and explore. I haven't found them all, but I think I found six, seven. So oh, far. okay, so they're so kind of quite rare. a few. Nice. Um, <laughs> well, yes, not as many as Zelda. Two different varying opinions on <laughs> not, what counts as a lot well, of shrines. Not, not as many as like in Zelda, <laughs> okay. but there but there are a few for this, especially since there weren't really any in the first game. Well, right. there were a few, I guess, but these are feel a little bit more like, oh yeah, this is like going to a shrine. So you even like have the long elevator down into the bottom oh, of it and stuff cool. like that. Oh, cool, nice. Uh, so anyway, like I said, the game is taking place you are with a different crew uh, uh, who you meet very early on in the game. In this first mission, you meet Husbando <gasps> of the game. Oh, my God. Bode Oh, pull, pull me up a picture. Of, I it? must see him. Now, here's what's really cool about good old Bode. I was like, man, A, you're hot. <laughs> B, your voice is enticing. Heavens. And so you're like, I, li- I like it. But I was also like, I f- you, f- you sound familiar. <gasps> is it Matthew Mercer? No. For God's sake. <laughs> it's Takaro's voice from Horizon Forbidden West. Really? Yeah. So that same like husky kind of, what hmm. are we doing here, Cal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now I might play this game. That's Bode. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's your buddy. All right. You get to hang out with him. He's really cool because he's got like d- dual pistols and a jetpack. So he flies around everywhere. Don't really fly, really flashy and fancy. <laughs> but anyway, so he accompanies you on some quests. Uh, and everything is kind of your companion, but you go back to Kobo after your mission on Coruscant, where the game kind of begins. You're trying to like steal uh, some information there or raid a base. Again, I played this at the very beginning of April, so I'm like kind of fuzzy on that. But you get up to Kobo, and that's where you make this discovery about Tantalor, and that's where this becomes a place of like, oh, we can all get there and we can be free. And Bode's on 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 a uh, he's with you because he has a daughter. Uh, who he's trying to keep hidden from the empire as well. And so he's like trying to find them. sensitive. No, just, I think oh. just like they're trying to uh, just stay, stay away. He, uh, from the empire. The his the wife empire. was, ki- was gotcha. killed at, at some point. So they're just trying to stay out of the way. And he's just like a mercenary guy. And you're just like, yeah. Oh man, I got to stay, you know, st- stay on my toes. And plus he's been now with Cal and his crew for a while. That's so like, again, he's kind of like marked. And yeah. He's like, Oh, this presents a good place for me to go out of here too. Gotcha. 
You discover that Tantalor was was you discover that Tantalor was discovered by two High Republic Jedi, Sandari Kiri, and Dagon Gera. And so you you figure out through seeing like one of Cal's Jedi abilities is that he can touch objects and like have a force echo that like replays a past event Neat. that happened in this area. And so that's where you're kind of like figuring this out. You then realize that there are these different compasses that point the way to oh Tantalor. God. Is it the knives from the from the sea? No, it is movie? not that. Thank it's it's actually like a, a compass, <laughs> a device that you have to try to find. Uh, and through course events at Exploring Kobo, you do then figure out that there is this uh, group of the Bedlam Raiders who are also looking for these devices and everything on Kobo. And so you're kind of like, all right, got to figure this out. Got to got to. Uh, find these things so we can figure out what the secrets of this planet are. And also why are the Jedi not there anymore through your exploration? And this is what the big discovery I will say. So first big major spoiler oh here. Oh boy, I'm excited. You find Dagon Gera in a medical facility in like a deep Cairo sleep. <gasps> the events of when he was actually alive were like two, 300 years <laughs> before, but he's alive, but he's alive. Wow. And so you pull him out of this Cairo sleep and then you realize Oh shit, but he ain't a good Jedi no more. Uh-oh. He done turned evil before he, he went evil. to the big sleep. He did or he well, he turns evil after you wake him up and he realizes oh. that the Jedi fell and that the order is now like in pieces and shambles. The empire's taking over and he's like, "What the fuck did y'all do?" <laughs> and so he turns to the dark side, which is really Immediately? cool. Pretty He's, much. He was not very dark side resistant. Well, you 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 figure out there's a little bit more to it. Oh, than that. okay. For, uh, he didn't get the dark side vaccine in Well, time. because when you've seen... <laughs> yeah, kind of. You, you've seen in the like flashbacks and everything, he has two arms. When you wake him up, he's only got one. Uh-oh. So Man, you got to figure that out. Star Wars be losing arms right, left, well, when and you center. Lose a, when you're using a weapon that can literally cut through just about any material, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know boy. what I mean? It's you gotta start wearing better gauntlets or something. For real. And so... Uh, you wake up Dagon Gera and it's really cool because this is one of the, I will say this game also had so many oh shit like yeah. Star Wars moments in it and this was one of them where like it's one of the things where like you obviously see the Jedi pre-turning to the dark side they have their normal like blue yellow purple green lightsaber colors what have you but then you know they're bad and then you suddenly see they have the red lightsaber uh, in this one it's very cool you see uh, Dagon like disassemble his his lightsaber while he's talking to Cal, like doing his evil villain monologue kind of thing. And Cal's kind of be like, Hey, buddy, buddy what's, <laughs> what's going, going on? on what you doing what here? You doing? <laughs> and then he like removes the Kyber crystal. And then I believe the term is, it is like bleeds it or force drains it and basically turns it into a Sith crystal where it turns his lightsaber red and all that oh stuff. And God. so then he like ignites it and Cal's like, Oh shit. <laughs> and so Dagon is the, like the big bad. And so you're kind oh, of going is. along. And because he wants to get back to Tantalor because basically you find out through various things. He want with Sundari Kiri, they discovered Tantalor. They went to Tantalor. They like had it mapped out on how to get there. But then uh, like they were, well, they wound up being attacked. The empire or not the empire at the time, but somebody winds up attacking them and the Jedi basically have to abandon it. But, but Dagon is like, no, this is like the place we need to be. This can be our new like Jedi kingdom and all this other stuff. So he kind of like, I guess what's the obsession it, with it get become the best. Of it okay. becomes like, he becomes too obsessed with this idea of Tantalor. I guess when you said that you found him in cryo sleep, my assumption was that you found him on Tantalor. So I didn't know. No, 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 that no. You We're found still on Kobo. Elsewhere. The okay, whole point gotcha. of this game is trying to figure out how to get to okay, Tantalor. I see. And so, uh, so yeah, he teams up and then you find out he actually is in league with the Bedlam Raiders. That's what the Bedlam Raiders have been searching for wherever he's been held and everything like that. And so he then basically, yeah, becomes the main, your main antagonist. Uh, you learn through all these different things that, yeah, he was, he wound up, he was not betrayed because he was going off the deep end, but like the Jedi stopped him and that's where like he loses his his arm and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it becomes this like kind of race then to try to like find all the pieces before him. You do wind up then, you know, having to go to different planets. That's why you go to Jeddah, different other places. You do wind up reconnecting with seer who has, uh, opened herself up back to the force and is kind of like now creating this Jedi archive, a new Jedi archive on Jeddah, uh, with the help of her old master in Inno Cordova, who I thought was dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Fallen Order in the sense that you're following his trail to find Jedi temples and different things oh, like that okay. in your quest. And so, but he's only like through force echoes, voice recordings, everything. So you're just like, oh, he's dead. But then he just waltzes in in this one scene. I was like, oh shit, how cool. And <laughs> he, he, he was BD1's original owner. Oh. 
So you're kind of like, oh, damn. So did BD1 be like, Papa? When, Pretty much, oh, yeah. Oh, God. So did you have to kill a... him to make sure that you kept BD1? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're like, I will have no competition um, for my robot. <laughs> right. And then you also back on Jeddah reconnect with Marin, who was the night sister that you that uh, joins your crew back on Dathomir in the first game. Very cool character as well. Marin is but also a very oh, skilled a, um, combatant. You've got you've got a figure of her, right? No, I don't. I have oh. uh, figures. They haven't released one yet, huh. weirdly enough. But I have one of the Knight Brothers who are like the Dathomir, uh, other Dathomirian warriors in there that you can fight in the first game. I feel like I'm going all, the, all over the place with this. Um, so anyway, you could just go on going back and forth, ju- jumping around to various different planets in the world. But I will say it got to a point where I was like, oh, man. I'm getting to the end of this game. Right. And I was kind of like, it's been good, but not great. Not like, life not changing. like life changing. Yeah. There've been, like I said, a ton of like, Oh shit moments. There's this thing. Cause Marin, uh, they, the night sisters practice what they call magic. Uh, and it's, and it's like force adjacent, but has a few more like dark art properties mm. to it a little bit. And so like, there's a scene where like, she is able to make these like teleport things. And so you do this huge, massive battle, basically just like zipping through the air in Marin's teleports. Cool. It was the fucking coolest thing. That I literally awesome. was just sitting there going, holy shit. <laughs> just so many different things like that to do and through it. But still it got to the part where I could tell, like I'm closing in on Dagon. I like fought the big bad of the Bedlam Raiders and killed it and killed him and everything. And I was like, okay, so that was my Terran Malikos fight of this game. Cause Terran Malikos was like the last big boss before you fought the second sister. So I was like, okay, that happened. And I'm getting close to like the final confrontation of Dagon. Like the game has given me every a- indication of that. And I was kind of like, I mean, still I'm having a blast. This is a great story, but this seems kind of cut and dry. Hmm. And I was a little and everything wind up fighting Dagon. Have my final confrontation with him. I will say you wind up fighting Dagon like three times, and every time you do, like he adds a new ability. Oh, that's so it's good. very cool. At least they keep it fresh. Um, because like at and like when you're fighting him at the end, he uses the force to basically have a force arm and can Ooh. still use it and stuff. But he can use like double bladed, dual bladed. He's throwing shit at you all over the so place. It turns it's out very Anakin chaotic. did not need those those explants. No, not really. He could have <laughs> just used the force. One? I guess. <laughs> what? What? I, I, Cybernetics? No, not cybernetics. The term that we use for like replacement yeah, limbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that? Why can't I think of that word? Because uh, I use... I, I'm, uh, prosthetic. I, prosthetics. I made up the term on the spot, explants, because I was like, it's not an implant. It's on the outside. Right, right, right. No. <laughs> prosthetics. prosthetics. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because just use the yeah, force. Yeah, Anakin did not need those. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, you wind up like finding the compass to Tantalor. You fight Dagon, and again, you know, spoiler spoiler here, so anyone who doesn't want to hear this, turn off your mouth, turn off your, your mouth, your ears now, uh, you do wind up killing him. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God. okay, so... Game over, We're man? done? No. That, in fact, is like the halfway, or like the, oh. or like not even the halfway, but just like maybe the, the kickoff into Act 3. So like and, the, the two-thirds spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Now... I can go really spoiler here. I, yes. Okay. I want to hear it. <laughs> this is for me, Jared. Okay. Because again, like I, full warning at this point, if you have ignored my warnings, this is on you. You go to steal the, the take the compass and you bring it back to Jeddah to Sears base and everything there. Inno Cordova is looking it over, fixing it up, thinking that he can get it there and, and highlight the way to Tantalor. Uh, Seer betrays you. No. Damn, I thought I really had it. <laughs> Bo <Okay>. does. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, and you like kind of think that maybe he and Cal are gonna like get together because oh like my. they have a few th- they have like Thank a couple god. like little hints, a little like flirtatious moments Cal's between like, them. I and I was like, mind oh, an adoptive sir. daughter. <laughs> right? And but no, uh, Bode betrays you. Oh my god! He winds up killing Inno Cordova. <gasps> For reals this oh time, uh, leads the empire to the secret base on on the because he's been an imperial agent this whole damn time. He's oh known my Cal. god, a double agent. And then so you run up to him and you chase him and go to fight him, only for him to pull out a goddamn lightsaber. <gasps> he is a Jedi on the run, just like you were. Oh my god. Thus, why he especially now 
is really trying to get to Tanlor because like this is the the Empire knows I'm a Jedi and they're just keeping or they don't might not know but they basically like they it's a matter of time yeah so he's like I have to out. get my daughter Katus to safety and everything so it's like you like understand his motives in a way but you're like you're going about it all the wrong yeah. way because like, you should have just stuck with me murdered everybody we were right there <laughs> exactly we were, we were gonna get there because the whole thing is like Cal wants to use it as a safe place for the Jedi and Rhodes like no I just want it to be for me like so oh. we can just no one can ever find us again kind of thing man that sounds so boring God. Yeah, to be just all alone. Two people on an empty planet. It really kind of does. So that's like totally switches the whole thing around and the game just like takes on literally like a new a a new life and has like a second breath to it. And I was like, I'm back in. What are we talking about here? Because obviously the Empire comes to attack the the base on Jeddah. You get then a moment to play as Seer. Which she Ooh. has like incredibly really cool Jedi powers because so, she's like advanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cal's she's like you know getting there, but still like there. kind of middle ground Jedi. So you get to play as her, which is awesome. But then, uh, much like what was teased at the end of Fallen Order, where you get to have a duel with our favorite big bad Darth Vader, <gasps> but you don't really get to. He just like kind of like shows up. Uh, you do get to have a full on fight against Vader and it is as fucking tense. Yes. It is so damn good. Uh, and so after all this happens, like it, 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 you know, like I said, I was like, holy shit, this game turned a corner. There's like so much more to this. This is a twist that I didn't, I I should have expected it. Like I honestly should have expected it, but of somebody turning bad, but just like nobody really seemed like that was going to be the thing. And it really seemed like everybody was going after Dagan so much that like nobody, like this was going to be it. And again, I think too, what might've thrown off my perception of it was that I had, you know, like I, I had started playing it on Grandmaster, which is the hardest difficulty. So I think my skew of how long I'd been in the game was a little thrown off by that. Oh. So maybe that's what made me kind of like not think anything about it and be like, oh yeah, I'm totally at the end of the gotcha. game. Does um, uh, when Seer and Darth Vader face off, is it a stalemate or does one of them die? Seer dies, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, you know what? At least from a flavor perspective, I can appreciate that. Oh no, it was because it, if, it was a fantastic okay, scene. Good, good, good. Like it's 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 done so well. D- but it then adds in this second wrinkle. All these people that Cal has been like his new family that he's been finding are suddenly like dead or scattered to the Ooh. wind. So then it adds in the whole thing of is Cal gonna turn? <gasps> It adds in that little extra oh wrinkle. Boy, does he like get new voice lines where it's like, uh oh. Well, he has this like his ultimate ability is that he can slow time, and then like you know go through like oh, and then just like wreak havoc on all the enemies around there. It changes after this part where it becomes like a rage slow. The Ooh. screen like turns red when it happens, and he like one hit kills people. Oh boy! So it's like there's like there's these sections where like masses of of soldiers or imperial troops will be coming at him, you and he's just this, mowing them down. Just mows oh boy! So you're like, Cal. Oh shit! Is oh, Cal gonna shit, like? Is Cal. this the, the direction <laughs> this is going? And uh, Marin is still alive, and she is she's making it at this point, but and she's like, you know, like we've lost everybody. I can't lose you too all at the same time. And so you like kind of feel like that's his his ground kind of as you move forward throughout this new thing. But it's just this whole, um, again, just this added wrinkle of like, oh, shit, this would be crazy if like this if main he, character yeah. turns. And so I will leave that up. I won't necessarily say what happens there. I'll let you leave some mystery. to He'll me. tell me off camera because <laughs> now I got to um, know. And so, you know, I'll leave that to be to be found. And so then it, the game turns into this hunt for Bode. And trying to recover this thing and see if there's still any chance at all of being able to get to Tantalor and being able to find Tantalor. And so it just really kicked it up into this other level that I was just not expecting it to go. And like I put in my notes that honestly, if like if it ended after you defeated Dagon, it would have been lame. It really would have been. It just would have been like this I is remember you like this about is a your good first story. Impressions and saying that you felt like you were already getting close to the end. Yeah. <laughs> so it was nice to have like a complete like one eighty and kind of like turn things all around. Um, and so that just like like I said like really breathed new life into the se- the third act of the game and everything like that and just really did then cement this story as like oh shit this is a good Star Wars story. Yeah. Uh, like I would say on par with the the other like great you know recent good films and series and stuff. So. You know, ugh, I feel like there's so many other places I could go with this uh, and all that. But anyway, the whole th- the, that is kind of like the summation of the story of where this goes. And then I'll, I will leave the final conclusion and everything to kind of be like a, a, a thing for people. Do they get to Tantalor? Well, that's part of the final story, isn't it? <sighs> boy, oh boy. Gotta leave some <laughs> mystery for the people. 
It but, does, this actually does sound like a game that I might someday play. I think you would like it. Yeah, I, I think so, I would too. Somewhat, in, like I don't think you need to go back and play Fallen Order. Just like how, I will kind be of playing like, on easy mode. <laughs> on like a you know forbidden like Horizon Zero Dawn and all yeah. that stuff. You didn't play that one. I feel like you could play Jedi Survivor. It has a great recap at the very beginning of the game that you Good. can like play and watch and all that stuff. And uh, even if it didn't, I wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would do just fine powering on and picking up contest clues. Right. So. And so like it's very easy story to follow. You're not going to get lost if you didn't know what was going on. Uh, because it even has some like tie back into the first game a little bit with some enemies that you face and different things like that. Like, you know, the per- there's the purge troopers who are like special stormtroopers or special soldiers specifically trained to fight Jedi and hunt Jedi down and stuff like that. So you fight those all over the place. They well, were in, in that the case, first I game. I would just text you and be like, Jared, hell, hell how do I eat this? Do I do? What do I do? <laughs> um, and then there's even like, uh, I'm just trying to think if like, I really feel like I hit everything. I don't, I, I without going, just like sitting here for totally. hours just, without full sending. The yeah, spoilers. exactly. Without <laughs> just like totally just like sitting here and telling every single beat and note and everything that would take. But it just really was, uh, I mean, I knew I was expecting it to be great because respawn has a great track record of making fantastic games. The first game was so good. Uh, I so really, a worthy sequel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, would I say better? I think I liked the story of the first one better. Mm, okay. A little bit because like I really don't remember a period in it where I was like if it ended here I'd be where sad. Where things were felt like they were maybe yeah. dragging. Yeah. I was like there there was never that moment there and the, what like there was in the second game but the second game expanded upon all the things that made the first one so good. And just did a lot of mechanical <laughs> improvements. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it, they kind of balance each other out. I would say they're on par with each other for sure. Uh, so yeah and, and I mean I would say Fallen Order was like a 10 of 10, so I would say this one was too. Uh, you know, just fantastic game all around. The Like I said, a couple like hiccups on some of the polish. It is interesting. This game actually kind of brought back in load screens a little bit because, oh. it, I mean, it's a big, beefy game. Big, There's beefy a lot game. going on. Yeah. Like there, on Kobo, Grease, uh, the pilot of the Mantis, he's actually like settled down and started a uh, saloon. It's called like Pylune Saloon or something like Hilarious. that. Hilarious. <laughs> on on a... On Kobo. And so that's kind of like your main hub because on Kobo, as you go around and explore, you can find like other people who you can kind of like bring back to the cantina as like your main base and stuff like that. And they'll like give you side quests. That's where you meet the person who like is kind of like the bounty hunter handler. She'd be like, I heard that there's somebody on your on your tail, you know, look out for them. And also like more shops and different stuff like that. One of the other things you can collect. I forgot about this is you can collect fish for your uh, aquarium. In the thing. You can also collect you know. plants throughout the like seeds of plants oh. to like, uh, there's a garden on the yes. roof of the saloon. Right, right, right. And because Grease is super into plants and food and cooking and all that stuff. So, um, you bring you can, back just regular basil. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I found you exotic plants like basil, basil. and mint, <laughs> oregano. Oregano. <laughs> <laughs> but so you can plant that in the roof on your rooftop garden and stuff like that. But to get the fish, on various planets that you're interacting around Kobo and other planets that you go, you will find this other, this little alien, uh, who's like tiny. He's gotta be like two feet tall. Oh, and cute. he's on this like little, on this boat speeder thing that was always around. You go talk to him. He'll tell you this little story. And then he dives in the water, throws a fish up onto his ship, jumps out. And then it's in your aquarium later. Uh, <laughs> he has, he's basically like a star. He looks like a starfish in a scuba suit. Oh my god, that's so with a cute. thick mustache. He has the biggest Scottish accent, like bro, Scottish brogue accent you've ever heard. Oh my god! <laughs> and his name is Scuba Steve, not Scuba Steve, but Scuba Steve. Hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And he's like, I'm trying to f- get these fish for you, Cal. <laughs> it's great. Why? It's fantastic. Just because he enjoys fishing? What's yeah, in it for him? It's like him? his whole thing. It's like what oh his species god. does. Is he's is he's just a, a fisherman and everything god, like that. So he tells you like his his fisherman stories and everything. Oh, I love at, that. After he catches each one, he's like, ah, oh, but that's a story for another time. Oh, and then moves on. And stuff I want like the that. spin-off fishing life it's sim so game good. featuring scuba stem. Um, <laughs> then there's also Turgle, who I've talked about before. He's like a frog creature, but he's just like always trying to spin and get a buck. So he's always like trying to like sell something to the Imperials and then gets like in trouble for it because they like saw through his obvious scam uh and so he's just a great character so just so many great things all around to like really flesh out the world and which i feel like is really good because like i can tell 
that Disney Star Wars are trying to like really build out the High Republic era and everything like that. And so like really integrating it into this way and pulling it into like the established original trilogy stuff. But now seeing how all that kind of feeds into it set up and like is a really good just like Star Wars lore moment moment just overall. So it's a it's really great. The uh I'll have to post in. I've been waiting until we did the review so I could post in the Discord some of my photo mode stuff. Ooh, yeah. Because well, that game is pretty. It is pretty. That's and a you pretty can do game. some insane stuff with the photo mode. Awesome. So I've been, I can't wait. I've been having a ton of fun with those. I'll give you the sneak preview when we're yeah, done. Yeah, nice. Uh, but so, you know, just great shit all the way around. Um, I feel like I can't really say much more about it without just repeating myself over and over again. But yeah, conclusion Jedi Survivor, 10 out of 10. Uh, I'm very, you know, I would have said at the end of it, game of the year, but then here we're rolling into Baldur's Gate 3. It's, so it's, it's it, going to be interesting. It's a I'm, I'm, stacked year, man. I am thinking, I'm honestly saying it. I kind of feel like with its impressions and how like that it's been getting and how like overwhelmingly positive and like somewhat unexpected, I think that Baldur's Gate 3, the impact it's had, granted it's only like two weeks in. I think it could give Tears of the Kingdom run for the money for Game of the Year. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like I, th- I think there's a good chance it takes there, it. I mean, I've been playing games this year that I think, for me, will will trump Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Oh, well, that's interesting. And interesting. it's not for any particularly bad reason. It's just that there were a lot of really good oh, games no, sure. that have come I, out. It is a tough I just think field that, out there. I just think because of how well... Breath of the Wild was yeah. came out and was received. I think that everybody saw Tears of the Kingdom and was like shoe in. Yeah. You know what I mean? For like this is gonna be it. This is no, the best game be that we're gonna year. need this whole year. But then I don't think you know, I don't necessarily know since I haven't played Tears of the Kingdom, like if Survivor is enough to beat out Zelda, I don't think it would be. Maybe in some of the categories. Maybe. Like, like oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it might oh. stand a chance in like art direction or something. I will say that. Soundtrack? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. We didn't even talk about I've listened that. to it a few times uh, and gone and listened to it. It's by uh, Stephen Barton and Gordy Hobb who did the, who composed it, the soundtrack for the first game. Stephen Barton is has also done music for Apex Legends and stuff like that. Um, although I do believe... Stephen Bart and... Barton. Barton. Barton okay. and Gordy Hobb. Okay, for a minute there, I thought you said all one name. Oh, his name was Stephen and Barton like, Gordy Hobb? I was even about to make a joke of like, man, John what Jacob a Jingle name. John <laughs> That's, that's <laughs> kind of what I thought you had said. Uh, but no, it, it's great. Uh, there is one track that is like, uh, it's called The Undercity. It's like a seven, eight minute long track. And I was listening to it, jamming along. It's fantastic Star Wars music. But then... Right in the middle of this, and I, I was like racking my brain trying to think, have I heard this before in Star Wars music before? There was like a piano part to it that I was just like, whoa, 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 what's this? But it was so damn good. So go listen to the Undercity. It's a fantastic track. Put it in the Discord. I, I will go. To I will go put it in the Discord. Uh, so, you know, slam and soundtrack there. Uh, that's just got like a good, good, like overall, like the ambience as you're exploring. Battle tracks are really good. And just, uh, you know, it just sounds very Star Wars music, which is great. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can keep going on and on and on, but I think that's about it. I got to bring this to a close at some point, but it was just a fantastic game. If you're a star Wars fan, I'll say play it. If you're a fan of souls esque games, give it a shot. I think it's going to be a great challenge for you. Uh, I think now that I, with the skills and everything that I've amassed, I could go back and try the grandmaster difficulty. I did have to lower it because I realized I was hindering my progress by doing it. I was making progress through the game. Yes, but but I was losing XP so much. I could not upgrade my skills and I was eventually just going to like, I'm hitting a point where I'm just going to spend hours just grinding through this for no reason. So I decided to knock it down to the hard and was still a plenty of challenge. And now I still come across people who are difficult. The Rancor kicked my ass. Nice. (laughs) trying to beat him and I've got so many skills and abilities now so very difficult game got a good learning curve to it good difficulty curve like I said plenty of oh shit Star Wars moments that you're just like wow this is so cool Getting and lots to see of great this. exploration great exploration and discovery so it's Sounds got like a something pretty rad for game. everybody yeah so go I don't check know it why. out I never whatever maybe I've maybe I've changed maybe I'm the one that's different <laughs> now but I feel like I didn't have any drive or motivation to play mm-hmm. fall in order but survivor i'm like okay yeah well and it's on pc and ps5 now they did re- announce maybe about a week ago now at this time that they will be having a ps4 port oh wow hurrah I know. because like, <laughs> like, yeah you, i started playing it and you're like did you buy it digitally or physically and i was like digitally i'm yeah. sorry but no there's a chance huzzah so i think it and i 
I think it'll be like Horizon. Like you'll you'll Where you'll it's notice kind of fucking janky. It might be. There's a. I mean, like I said, it, it like it had save parts. Like sometimes every time I walk you would go into, into town the, and people are straight t posing. Uh, I mean, because like I mean, like I said, there are some like save places in it. Uh, like when you go into the saloon, before you can like go into it, you have to you like wait by the door, and it does it in a very Star Wars way, which I love. Like a security droid like pops its head out. Like looks at you, but then you have to like wait for the inside to, of the game of the saloon to load, loading. and then you go in. Oh, that's I so, like that they integrated it. That yeah, way. That's it's nice. not just like what am I doing here? Yeah, um, it's really cool too. One of the things you can also buy, or like you, one of the people you can attract to the saloon is a DJ droid, or like awesome. this musical group, <laughs> and you can uh, buy more music for them. Remember that Mongolian rock group, the Who? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> uh, they made they made music for F- Fallen Order. Oh my you can God. even buy that song to like play in the saloon and stuff in in That's this amazing. one. So it's very incredible. Cool. Uh, and they're just good tracks too, yeah. like like synth wave kind of like vaporwave kind of stuff. Ooh, nice. It's great. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff there to find and discover. It's got something for everyone basically. I'll quit talking about it now because I'm just going to keep going on and on and on <laughs> if someone doesn't shut me up soon. So anyway, go play Jedi Survivor. It's fantastic. A great experience from start to finish with some interesting twists and turns along the way. Hopefully I didn't spoil it too much for anybody and hopefully you took off your headphones or muted it, muted it while I did. But I hope you have a great time with the game because I sure did and I'm still going to have so much more because I'm like Kobo, when I finished the game, I was like at 75 two percent completion on Kobo alone Mm. I'm and I've been on and I'm probably I'm like barely over 90 percent exploration on Kobo now and I've but I have finished like I finished Jetta I finished a couple of the other ones that are like smaller that you kind of just complete anyway by doing the story but I still have I I could say I could do another 10 to 20 hours probably of of exploration just on Kobo alone so well Excellent That's review. I'm sold. Good. And the Hopefully future, other not immediately. Well. Yeah, when it comes to <laughs> I know, PS4. Gate to let's let's, <laughs> yeah, let's got other let's, stuff to work we got on. Other stuff to jump on too. So yeah, be looking out for that, everybody, because uh, we will be giving our first impressions of Baldur's Gate three very, very soon. soon yeah, very soon. We're so. excited. But until then, everybody, this has been an episode of Team Chat Podcast, and I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Logan. Adios. We will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>